Talking benefits. 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 Talking. Talking. Talking benefits. You're listening to Talking Benefits, the podcast brought to you by the International Foundation of Employee Benefit Plans. Every month, we dive into retirement, healthcare, hot topics and trends, and whatever else the benefits industry throws at us. I'm Justin Held. I'm Julie Stick. I'm Ann Patterson. Let's talk benefits. Hello, Talking Benefits listeners. This is a benefits bonus, an extra bite-sized episode to bring you some added benefits content between our regular episodes. Enjoy! We're coming up on the end of the year, which means many employers are planning salary increases and closely examining their total rewards packages for the year ahead in response to changing workforce demands. I'm Justin Held. For this episode, I'll be diving into the results of the International Foundation's recent Pulse survey, Salary and Total Rewards Changes for 2023. The episode will be based on a Word on Benefits blog post written by my co-host Ann Patterson. If you'd like to follow along, you can download the survey report at ifebp.org slash salarytr. We've put a link to that and Ann's blog post in the show notes. Inflation impacts salary increases and cost-of-living measures, but it is not the only factor driving employers' compensation and total reward strategies. Employers need to look at the bigger picture. What is the cost of attracting, retaining, and maintaining staff? Is it salary that has the biggest impact? Which benefits are highly sought after and valued? The International Foundation surveyed U.S. employers and found that 68% plan to offer salary increases for all workers in 2023. 17% of employers reported an increase for certain classes of workers, and 13% hadn't decided at the time the survey was conducted. The remaining 2% said that they are not planning an increase for 2023. Those employers that are planning salary increases were asked what their average increase would be for 2023. On average, they projected a salary increase of 3.9%. Now, how does that break down specifically? 34% said that they are planning increases of 3% or less. 37% are planning an increase between 3 and 4%. 17% are planning an increase between 4 and 5%. And the remaining 12% are planning an increase of 5% or more. Taking a deeper dive into that smaller proportion that is only raising salaries for certain classes of workers, We asked which specific factors were used to decide how those increases would be determined. First, at 57% is performance measures. Next, at 44% is job level, meaning staff or management level. Next was the collective bargaining status at 35%, and then the employee classification at 35%. Employee classification includes salaried workers and hourly workers. Uh, Some other key differentiators of salary increases include full-time or part-time status, as well as service time or tenure. Employee needs are continuing to evolve, and benefits are in the spotlight as a key tool for retention, engagement, and recruitment. Employers are examining benefits and compensation as a whole, taking a total rewards approach. To capture actions in this arena... We asked respondents whether they were changing emphasis on non-salary components of total rewards in plan year 2023. Not surprisingly, respondents are increasing emphasis on a number of elements while rarely decreasing emphasis on any of them. At number one, about two-thirds are increasing their emphasis on employee well-being. 
This includes components like wellness programs, financial education programs, as well as mental health initiatives. This is followed by work culture and work-life benefits at 57%. What does this entail? Things like diversity, equity, and inclusion initiatives, community service offerings, child and elder care, as well as flexible work arrangements. These first few may seem surprising, uh, but this is something that we're going to be revisiting later. Number three, 48% are increasing emphasis on learning and development initiatives in 2023, and this includes manager or skill-based training, educational assistance programs, and student loan repayment initiatives. Coming in at number four was a tried-and-true offering, healthcare benefits. More than one in three respondents are increasing emphasis on these benefits in 23. A similar proportion are increasing emphasis on retention initiatives, and these include service awards, recognition, phased retirement, etc. 32% are increasing their emphasis on paid leave in 2023, something that we all need more of. Vacation days, paid holidays, sick leave, parental leave, maternity leave, adoption, and family leave, sabbaticals, etc. Less emphasis on at-work perks in 2023. These include things like a casual dress code, transportation benefits, on-site fitness, on-site childcare, on-site clinics, etc. And to me, this makes sense as more and more organizations are settling into more standardized, hybrid, and even full-time work-from-home arrangements. So not as much need for those on-site perks, obviously. In 2023, there is less emphasis being placed on incentive pay, including year-end, sign-on, performance, discretionary, and retention bonuses, retirement benefits, as well as voluntary or employee pay all benefits. So what do we make of the preceding data? While signs are that the great resignation and quiet quitting are subsiding, Companies are still faced with talent acquisition and retention challenges. With the often still slow pace of finding new staff to replace those who left, employees continue to experience the effects of increased workloads as well as burnout. The question is how to keep them engaged and committed. Employers need to look at the mix of employee benefits that they offer. And I think that this concept was borne out in those changes in emphasis that I had reported on. Benefits designed for the long term, like retirement plans, won't have their desired retention effect on younger employees that are experiencing that burnout. Employers need to keep their total rewards offerings competitive while also shifting their focus to the immediate. Company culture and well-being offerings, for example, are having an immediate and significant impact. And with that, I will wrap up this month's episode. Again, for more information and access to the full survey report, visit ifebp.org slash salary tr. In addition, visit ifebp.org slash research to view the results of our other recent Pulse surveys. In the past few months, we've gathered data on healthcare cost increases for 2023, student loan repayment assistance, the benefit implications of the Supreme Court's Dobbs decision, and much more. On behalf of my co-hosts, Julie Stick and Ann Patterson, thank you all for listening. We'll all be back in your podcast feeds with our annual year in review episode next month.